With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Sports Day SA, David Wildey and Dan Menzel. Uh, the number one 736 for just quality home improvements. And Tire Path, a great race sale now on. Get into your local independently owned Tire Path today. Well, the 36ers, it was a mixed bag, Dan, last week. In the first game, I think it was the Thursday night they played. Concerning the thir- first it game. It was concerning, well, we thought. Our man Scott said that their defence is very good usually, and uh, they gave up more than 100 to South East Melbourne. Yeah, but at least they came back Bounce and, back beautifully. and won against the Wildcats, and boy, did they need that. Scotty, welcome. Welcome, boys. You're only as good as your last game, so we're okay at the moment. But well, uh, you, you're right. Thursday night was uh, there's no way of dressing it up. I mean, that game wasn't up to scratch. And uh, yeah, we've been in we've been in every game we've played pre- pretty much for the most part. But uh, the South East Melbourne Phoenix game was just just not uh, not where it needed to be. But uh, fortunately, you know, we get the, got the opportunity two days later against Perth and. Uh, any time you can beat Perth, home or away, you'd certainly take it. Scotty, take us after the uh, the Phoenix game and losing so badly. Um, were there? Did you? Did the boys? Did the players have a meeting in their own? Did the coach and the players? How did it go? Because uh, I mean, the season's on the line. You lose again, and it's almost irretrievable to to come back from that if you'd lost on the Saturday as well. Yeah, absolutely. Look, the players uh, got themselves together. You know, had a players-only meeting on the Friday, and the Friday was was a very, very light day. There, there was nothing, um, you know, no weights, no team training, um, a few weights for some of the development players and that. But the players decided to get together themselves and 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 uh, you know talk out you know what had happened the night before. And um, I, I think that's that's great. Sometimes you know they can. You know, we can bang on about a lot of stuff as coaches from time to time, but, uh, you know, they got together and, and, you know, hashed out, you know, some of the issues that they, they thought were, were some of the problems and, and they responded. And, and I, I think that's a great thing when you when you do lose a game and you you have a really poor outing, you know, the best thing you can do is, is to, to have an opportunity to turn that around as quickly as possible. So, you know, two games in three days... Sometimes this isn't ideal, but for us, I thought it was really important to get uh, get back on track quickly, and we had to respond, and, and fortunately, we did. Yeah, it was unacceptable, like you said, and I felt for you guys and, and CJ. Um, <laughs> you can't shoot the hoops for them; you can only get them out there and try and get them primed. So, and then then you turned the Saturday game, and you, as I said, it was such an important game; you could not afford to drop that. Absolutely, you know, and and, and, and you touched on it defensively. Yeah, you know, we've been we've been pretty good for most most points most times this year. You know, Sydney and Phoenix were the obvious ones when you know they both scored over a hundred. But apart from that, we, we've kept teams in the eighties and we've done a pretty good job. So, yeah, that that you know that has to be a constant. I mean, you, you know, you can you know sometimes the ball's going to go in the basket, and sometimes it's not, and, and it, it, you know it's an imperfect game and it's, it is a game of mistakes, but. You know, the things you can control is your defence and your rebounding. And, and when that's not up to standard, that's, uh, 
that is disappointing, and that's certainly what happened against uh, against the Phoenix on Thursday night. But uh, you know, that we just played with a with a lot more spirit and a lot more emotion against a, a very talented Perth squad on the Saturday night, and and you know, like we got the results. So you just need to you need to bottle that and make sure that uh, I said to someone after the game on Saturday night. I mean, I. You know, I can accept losing because you certainly aren't going to win every game you play. But, you, you know, you can accept losing when you play to a standard that, that you should never drop below. Um, and unfortunately, that that's what happened with the Phoenix. But, um, you know, we, we played with the right sort of energy and emotion on the Saturday night. And, uh, it, it, yeah, it was a very pleasing result, obviously. So just on that, Scotty, the next game is against New Zealand. Over there, Thursday, 5 o'clock that game is... You must take a lot of, or at least the playing group, must take a lot of confidence out of the Perth game, but not just from the game, but in particular that last quarter. He kept the Wildcats to just 13 points in the last quarter. Should be a really good opportunity to springboard that momentum into New Zealand. Yeah, you're right, mate, and that's what it has to be. I mean, New Zealand, New Zealand is, uh, you know, is, is one of the toughest arse in the competition. But um, you know, everybody has to do it at, at, at times, and we should. We we should, you know, we should glean a lot of, um, I guess, positivity and and uh, you know, from the way we played on Saturday. And you know, I, I don't think there's any team out there that scares us. Yeah, we know we know New Zealand are a very talented team, but you know, coming off that uh, that win. Springboard is is exactly the right word. You know, we need to use that result to to start moving forward. You know, we've already dug ourselves a, a you know a reasonable hole at two and five, but uh, you know we get that and and then we go back into Perth a week after we you know a team who we we know we we've played well against in in both games and and. You know, we'd like to think we probably should have beaten them in Perth the first time. So, yep. you know, if we can use that, you know, that that game on Saturday night as a catalyst to, to go into New Zealand and, you know, get that win there, uh, you know, our season's back on track. So, you know, once again, we, we, we're a little bit... Uh, we can't have too many more lapses now. You know, the loss column, column is obviously more than where we would like it to be at this stage. But... Um, you know, once again, everyone's in a good headspace at the moment. We, we've trained really well this week, so hopefully we can uh, turn it around again on Saturday, on Thursday night. And Scotty DJ Vasiljevic, he's he's been good so far, seventeen points to fifteen points, but I still think his his shooting's going to get even better. I'm just waiting for him to explode. Are you expecting him to see those twenty point, twenty high twenty point games in the coming games? Oh, absolutely. I mean, he's yeah, he's. He's been great in the first quarters or first halves in the two games that he's played. He's probably, I think, in the first game, you know, he's fatigued in the second half, and and that was probably understandable. In the that previous week, he'd flown flown from the US to Adelaide. You know, we had all the, you know, all the hoo ha with with getting the clearance from him. I know that that took a bit of an emotional toll on him because you know we we weren't sure when. Or if he was going to be able to play, yeah. um, you know, with the Sydney Kings playing a bit of silly buggers with that, but so that that wasn't, you know, that wasn't a shock that, you know, he sort of died a little bit in the second half of that first game. I think, you know, the Perth game, you know, he maybe tried a little bit too hard in the second half, and probably he would say himself some of those shots he, he took were, you know, probably not the, the best shots. But look, he is going to explode. You know, there, there's no question there's. Yeah, there's 25, 30-point games coming up, and, and that's really exciting. I mean, he gives us a, 
illegitimate focal point. But I, I think what I've been as, as happy with is with him is his ability to pass the ball as well. And, yeah, and I was assist. talking to someone today. You know, some of the you know some of the times he was able to get you know drive to the basket and you know get those little touch passes to Isaac Humphreys was. Uh, you know, it was a little bit reminiscent of a couple of years ago when a young Josh Giddy was throwing those passes to, to Isaac Comfries. And, um, you know, it's exciting. They've already, you know, forged a pretty good relationship on the court. And, uh, oh, look, he's going to be very, very good for us. There's no question about that at all. Scotty Ninnisair gift. Isaac Humphreys set the tone. It's the best game I've, I've seen him play, and I haven't seen all the games he's played, but... He can be frustrating at times. He's nearly seven foot tall. Sometimes he's really aggressive. Other times doesn't seem to be as. Is it a case of getting your best and worst a bit closer together, Scotty? Because I really feel he can be a barometer. If he plays well, all the other guys can jump in behind him. He's such a big man and he shot well. And as I said, I sort of, he set the scene for the win. Absolutely. Now, he will tell you he's not nearly seven foot. He will tell you he is seven foot. Okay. I've got my doubts myself. I reckon he's, he's six or eleven on a good Collingwood seven-footer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think that's right. I think, um, you know, we can't have him you know, scoring two points one night and 26 the next as, as what happened in those two games last week. And I, I think, you know, there's there's a happy medium there with some consistency with him. And, and look, a lot of it is the way we use him as well. You know, if we if we just settle for the three-point shot and we, you know, we don't attack the basket, it, it does limit his opportunities. And, and certainly in that Phoenix game, you know, he got into some foul trouble stages of the game, which did limit his core time. But um, look, I, I guess the pleasing thing with him is, you know, physically he, he's good. You know, like he, he doesn't have some of those injury problems that, he has had over the last couple of years but you know he gives us a real focal point and, and he doesn't need to score 26 every game but you know like if he can as, as you've alluded to we find some consistency where he's you know he's getting 15 16 you know 18 points you know night in night out uh, that makes us a very very tough proposition so he, he's obviously a very very important part of our team moving forward yeah I just feel Scotty is aggressiveness when he's on He's such a big man, get out of my way sort of thing. But in other days, he doesn't seem to have that. How do you fire him up? Is He he, he seems fairly laid back off field, Isaac. We've, we've spoken to him quite a few times over the years. But I, the great players can do that every night. And he, he had a great performance, but he needs to do more of that. He does, he does. And, and he's, he's, he is laid back. He's, he's the nicest guy off the court. And um, I'd I love the fact that he was playing with with emotion and, and, you know, celebrating, you know, on court. And, and that really that really drove, obviously, the home crowd, but him himself. So, yeah, that's, that's um, you know, that's something moving forward. I think when he can play with that sort of, uh, you know, spirit and emotion, and, it's, and once again, it's not always, you know, about scoring baskets. I mean, he can... He can block shots, you know. He can he can take big rebounds. He can do some stuff that's as important as putting the ball in the basket for us. And and yeah, it is about developing that consistency with him, and uh, it's keeping him healthy. You know, making sure, you know, we got the right you know workload for him during the week of training to to get the most out of him on uh, on game nights. And that's that's obviously something we're working uh, working towards as well. He's going to be, need to be good against the Breakers because is it Cheatham who, who scored 30 points for them in their game against Melbourne? That uh, is he the number one man we've got to stop Thursday night to get the win? He's a problem. He's, he's, <laughs> uh, 
you know, I, I watched uh, I, I watched him their, their game on the weekend, and uh, you know, like he, he's an athletic beast and can can do a lot of things, and, and we saw that in the preseason um, against them as well. So, look, with them, there, there's you know, there's a lot of weapons. You know, you, you've got you've, you know their guards are uh, you know unbelievable. Some of the best guards in the competition, and um, they've got a lot of depth, and they've a lot of a lot of ways to beat you. So yeah, look, Cheatham is is, is someone that will you know be be at the top of you know, scouting. Um, and we did a lot of that uh, you know this week at training. And look, I think you know just as a bit of an aside, I think our you know I think our game plans for the most part have been been really really good. And as I spoke about defensively, we've for the most part we we've we've been very good. So. Um, Look, I think it's not just you know, a Jacob Wiley or you know an Alex Starling and Isaac Humphreys on on a guy like Cheatham or you know it's, it, it is very much team based as as you know in in this sport. So uh, we need a game plan for for a lot of their guys because you know they are super talented, but. Um, there's no reason why we can't go in there and knock them off on Thursday night. Scotty, just before we let you go, the NBA starts tomorrow. We're about to do our little bold predictions once you jump off the line. Who do you like this season? It's a long season, but is there one team that you could see winning it this year in the NBA? Oh, wow. That's uh, right, it's such a long season, <laughs> 82 games. You know, <laughs> Depends on how many games some of these superstars want to play. I, I like the fact that they've... Yeah, they've brought in this rule now that you have to play a minimum of 65 games to be considered for any awards. Yeah. Uh, I, I reckon I reckon you might see a little bit of, uh, you know, some of this loading or whatever they, the crap they call it now with these players missing game. You know, you, you sort of start uh, touching on their ego about now you might not be eligible for, uh, for these awards. I think you might see a few more of them playing uh, this year. Um, I, I, I loved what the Denver Nuggets did last year, you know, with Jokic, Jokic and Jamal Murray. But I'm going to go, I reckon Milwaukee. I Ooh, think the addition, I like it. Um, Damien oh, Lillard. I like Milwaukee. You know, Giannis is, is incredible. You know, Lillard uh, Lillard deserves an opportunity to, to challenge for a championship. Mm. But uh, they're probably my two for now that I would uh, go with. Well said. Good luck against New Zealand, Scotty. It'd be nice to get a away win. Thanks, boys. Yeah, really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, we'll give it our best shot.